You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. All right, everyone, welcome back to The Food Code. We are here with episode number six, and this episode is something that we actually had multiple messages about related to self-esteem, body confidence, and just being confident in who you are, even though you're not at your quote-unquote goal weight or feeling good in your skin right now. So we want to give you guys 10 tips to help you boost your self-esteem. And the cool piece is all of these you can do anywhere. So before we get into that, we want to talk about our tip or trick, which we are going to do around exercise Mm -hmm. today. So if you listen to our other episodes so far, we've talked about movement a lot and moving your body daily because it's important. But I think it's also important to pick something that you enjoy. Yep, absolutely. And finding a community that can support you, hold you accountable, making friends there that you go and you have, you know, people to progress with on the same journey and really surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me, when I was losing weight the first time, I hated exercise and I hated it because I would go and I would do half hour on the elliptical, 10 minutes on the Stairmaster. Then I would try to lift weights, but I didn't know what I was doing at that time. Um, And so I found a class that was Turbo Kick. And I enjoyed that. It was fun. It was high intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after a while, my knees did start to hurt a little bit, but I could go and know that I was going to enjoy it and the hour would pass by quickly. So whatever it is for you, maybe you enjoy yoga, maybe you enjoy bar, maybe you enjoy, you know, weightlifting, strength training, like find an environment that you can really thrive in so that you're yeah. consistent. And I think also I'm just going to tag along that just because we're talking, we're going to be talking about, you know, body image and self-esteem. If you have specific goals, make sure that the exercise aligns with those goals. Like yes. if you just want to be healthier, you want to lose weight. Most exercise routines are going to support that. But if you want to, you know, change body composition, you want to be leaner. Guess what being leaner means? You build muscle. You have to do some type of weight training. You aren't going to get leaner by straight cardio, people. It's just yeah. not going to happen. Or you're not going to get this quote-unquote tone look. Which, no. By the way, you can't tone muscle. You can build muscle, which yes. will and help you burn fat. And then turn, you're going to look more quote-unquote toned. I wish tone. the word toned didn't exist. Because how many people come into our gym and are like, I just want to be toned. I'm but like, I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to get be bulky. bulky. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get bulky people? Eat some cupcakes, then you'll get bulky. But like the people that they're thinking of that are like these muscular females, give those girls some credit. They work their butts off to look like that. They yeah. dedicate their lives to weight training and eating properly and building muscle. If you did 10 squats today, you're not going to wake up with a huge ass tomorrow, people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just not going to happen. So like, I find something you enjoy, but also know what's going to support your goals and try to make sure that it's something that does that. Yeah. And I think one thing a lot of people think about or correlate if like they're quote unquote looking for something that's fun, like they think that they're going to do new exercises all the time. And here's the thing, guys, like if you're doing a program that is a smart training program, it's going to be progressive. And by that, I mean, you should be doing 
primal movements repeated over and over. You might do different rep schemes. You might do some tempo work. You might do, you know, some days where you're lifting really heavy, but lower reps to hit your PR and find your one rep PR mm-hmm. or your three rep max. Right. But I can't tell you the number of people like, I just want to do things that are fun. I want to do new exercise. And it's like, well, that new exercise that you're doing for a thousand reps, band kicks, that's not going to get you the body and the booty no. that you want. Right. Deep squats, heavy dead squats, lifts, deadlifts, pressing all of the primal movements. Like Liz said, squatting, deadlifting, pressing. Those are all functional movements you know it doesn't have to be crossfit but you need to do some weight training that keeps your body healthy um, and supports your joints and your ligaments because strengthening your muscles is what helps that it helps you live a long healthy life and doing it in an environment that you're training safe you know following a program Mm -hmm. making sure that you know if you don't know form and technique right now hire an expert hire a coach find a trainer uh, work with them. Maybe you don't work with them forever, but work with them for, you know, a couple months one-on-one or maybe find a class that's dedicated. I know like different gyms, our yep. gym, you know, we have um, small semi-private strength training. We yep. know every single person's goals. We yep. know every single person's limitations, their mobility, their injuries, all of those things, because you need to work around those yeah. and do accessory work to help move past injury or prevent injury. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, that's a whole another podcast we could do on exercise and strength training. But um, that would be our number one tip today because as you enter into the new year, if moving more is a goal for you, you need to do something that you can do consistently and Mm -hmm. that's enjoyable. And that's also going to allow you to progress and get results. Because honestly, like what are you doing it for if you're not progressing? Yeah. Like I don't want to be stagnant on that with clients and we'll talk about this in another podcast because it's kind of a big topic, but like you need to have some type of a progressive program. And if you don't know how to do that yourself, either buy a program that's going to do it or go to a gym that is programming in a smart way that is progressively moving you forward with your strength, with your movements, with everything. Because if you're, here's the thing, if you're running on a treadmill for 30 minutes every day, Awesome. That's better than nothing, but do not expect it to progress you forward very quickly because your body will adapt and it will get efficient and it will burn less calories doing so. It will get better at it. It's just, it's the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. And you're not burning calories after because no. you stop when you stop running, you stop burning calories. Just so lift some weights. <laughs> yeah. Lift some weights. Uh, I do more weights than I do conditioning yeah. cardio, but when I do conditioning, I push hard. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me if I was on speed on Saturday. That was hysterical. It's like, no, I'm just working hard because that's what we're here to do. All right. So let's dive into this um, 10 tips to help you with your self-esteem. And before we get into this, I just want to preface this with the fact that this is constant work. This mm-hmm. is work I still work on oh, daily. Yeah. Um, this is not something like you're just going to fix it or you're just going to read a book or you're going to you know, start doing one habit that helps you improve self-esteem and all of a sudden all your mental thought processes change and you're never done working on yourself. It's a daily, daily struggle, a daily, um, work that needs to be done. And I just want you to know, like you're beautiful the way you are right now today. Um, but we're going to help you start to see that yourself. Yeah. I, I always have the saying is like, you may not love your body every day. And that is totally okay, but you have to respect it. Yep. And you have to respect what you're putting into it and how you're treating it and what you're saying to it. Um, but we're going to help you learn to love your body more, more and more, so that more of the days, more often than not, you're loving it because um, it's a happier life to live. Um, number one is unfollow people 
that make you feel bad about yourself. Social media is, we've talked about this all the time on the podcast. Social media is amazing in a lot of ways. It sucks in a lot of ways. This is one of the ways that it can suck is you can fuck because people show their best face on social media. And sure, there's like kind of a movement of people being vulnerable, you know, quote unquote. Um, But even then, no one's putting their true worst on social media. Because no one, that's not, you know, entertaining. I mean, maybe it is for some people, but the, the point of social media is like to highlight things but people often don't show like what goes on behind the scenes like you know for example I know you've taken pictures of Carson it's like well yeah we get one family photo but we have 70 other ones that are awful (laughs) running away from us yeah or like I show you know videos and pictures of Marcus but like no one sees the sweet potato that is literally in every crevice of his face and the chairs and everywhere around right because it's messy and anyways I had to do this a lot postpartum I, uh, cause there's a lot of people out there. I followed like hashtag mom life and stuff like that. And there's a lot of different hashtags you can follow that different posts get put up. Um, and I, there were a lot out there that made me feel really bad about mm-hmm. where I was at in my journey versus where other people seem to be at. Yeah. Um, so for me, postpartum, this was huge. And like, since I've gotten away from competitive crossfitting and I felt bad about what I couldn't do anymore. And I saw all these other people doing, it, I had to unfollow a lot of people yeah. because I just like, it was a negative space for me to be on. And I tell people, I joke all the time. I'm like, Follow puppies and food <laughs> on Instagram, okay? Just yeah. to make you feel good. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing postpartum, primarily because I'm not going to say the person's name, but I was following a fitness um, influencer. influencer. <laughs> yeah, and she was pregnant at the same time. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, maybe she's going to share some of her struggles. I'll be able to relate. Now, she shared, like, six-pack three days after she got home from the hospital uh-huh. and like all of this stuff that I don't know. I really resonate with Megan Markle when she had that interview about, Oh yeah. It was so good. But was awesome. um, yeah, I unfollowed a lot of people because it's things that they're showing isn't their real life. And sometimes that can make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Clean up shop people. Yep. So stop comparing yourself. That's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, part of this too is if you find people on your friends list, your social media list or whatever, you know, that you find yourself comparing to and you find yourself feeling bad or sad or whatever emotions that it's inflicting, find a way to separate yourself from them. You have to like, here's the thing. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yep. We've said that before. You, your journey is different than everyone else's. Your body is different. Your expect, your circumstances are different. No one person is the same in this world. And that should be a good thing. You don't want to be like anyone else. You are you. You are uniquely you for a reason. You cannot compare to other people. Okay. So do not even try. Say I'm better than, as long as you are trying to be 1% better than you tomorrow, that's all you can ask yourself. 100%. All right. Number two, focus on what you have the power to change. There is a lot that you don't have the power to change. Totally. And number one that you can't change is other people. Yeah. So, Focus on what you can control and what you can control are your daily habits Mm -hmm. and what you allow to enter your mind and how you allow your mind to spiral. Yep. So this goes down to your routine, Mm -hmm. to your habits, to what you're consuming again. So whether that's on Facebook, whether it's a book or social media, whatever, um, what are you consuming? And if it's food, I would just challenge you to ask yourself, is this taking me further or farther away from my goal? Yeah. I think that this is something where we can look at 2019 and say, what did I not accomplish that I had mm-hmm. in terms of goals? What is within my control? Address okay. those things that are only within your control. Do not harp over the things that are out of your control. You can't do anything about them. They're your circumstances. What you can do is look at the things that are within your control and make small changes to try to start adjusting them. 
Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're going to be stuck where you're at. Yep. So you're the only person that has the power to do anything different than what you're doing today. Yeah. And if Small your goal, choices. yeah, if your goal is to build better self-esteem and to work on your self-confidence, you're going to have to start doing something every day to put in the work to get mantras, gratefulness journals, all yeah. those stuff. We're going to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. All right. Number three, this is probably one of my favorite Me ones. Too. This is what I've done. <laughs> yes. So dress as if you're where you want to be. Yeah. So I know a lot of times people will say, I refuse to buy the next size yeah. clothes. And so they find themselves wearing scrubs or sweatshirts, oversized t-shirts. Yep. And I get it. But at the same time, if the person that you want to become is confident in who they are, you better get that blazer out, buy a new one if you need to, get some pants that you feel good in. Maybe mm. it's the next size up, but guess what? You don't have to stay there. Exactly. But you need to dress as if you are confident, as yep. if you have all the self-esteem in the world, because guess what? Everybody intrinsically in some way, shape or form is a little bit insecure, Yeah. but it's, you're going to feel it a lot more if you just kind of dress yeah. down all the time. We talked about this on the last podcast, like that after the baby, my body totally changed after Carson and like, you know what? It's okay. At first I fought it and I was like, my, my shorts don't fit the same. I don't feel good in my clothes anymore. And like, yeah, okay. My body changed. That doesn't mean I just still didn't feel good. I just had to find clothes that I felt good in again. And I finally started feeling more like myself when I found clothes. May those clothes be high-waisted pants all the time? Yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> but I know I'm happy. I'm healthy. It's not like I'm trying to, you know, hide an unhealthy body that I I'm going to stick myself in. It's like, it's simply just dressing to your body type now. And that may change over time, but you should still feel good in your skin now because guess what? That happiness will resonate and it will help you build long habit, long-term habits that will make you maybe get you to a place that you can fit back into those clothes at some point. But right now you need to be happy. You shouldn't go down this journey miserable. Yeah. And I just want to say something about like size clothes. So I remember Ugh. when I studied abroad, this is no lie. I would look at the size clothes of like my roommates or like what they were wearing and I would be shocked by oh my gosh like they're wearing the same size clothes that I am but she looks so much different than I do everybody wears mm-hmm. clothes differently and I've always said like confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can wear and I really believe it's for anybody because why does it really matter what oh. size clothes if you're size 9 or you're size 11 if you're size 8 if you're size 10 like why does it really matter because here's also the thing is many different brands are going to be different oh sizes my gosh. even the same brands totally sometimes yeah. that's so frustrating if you own the same brand and you have to own two different pairs of pants because their pants just fit differently, like you're the same company. Get it together, people. Yes. Get it together. Yes. Totally. So. Buy clothes that make you feel good. Yes. Okay. Number four, self-care. Oh so gosh. I know a lot of people think of self-care as like getting massage and going uh. to doing some yin yoga or <laughs> I don't know, like getting your nails done. They think that it has to be some sort of like materialistic thing, yeah. but really self-care is just space for you mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. to decompress and de-stress. Yeah. So this can be meditation. It can be journaling. It could be exercise, reading. It could even honestly, like for me, self-care is making sure that I have food ready for the week and making sure that I exercise each week. That's like my self-care. And I know that some people are like, oh, but that's, you know, you're not getting away. You're not meant like that's my mental escape. And sure. Do I still go and get my nails done occasionally? I try to journal here and there, but like what makes me feel good? Cause I think that's what self-care should be. What makes you feel good and allow you to de-stress or remove stress 
can be other things that yeah. people don't technically qualify as self-care. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if we're talking about body image here and being confident, like, are you confident that you're taking the time that you need to for yourself mm-hmm. to care for yourself? Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to be confident if you're not focusing on the things that are going to help you get the body that you want totally. or the physique or, you know, you constantly have low energy, whatever that looks like. So some of these you may have to invest in. And, you know, for me, I probably spend the most money on self-development and self-care practices like going to the gym, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things that serve me in a way that help me show up better. Um, They help me grow as a person. They push me out of my comfort zone and have less anxiety and ultimately like for some people depression. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Look at it this way. Do you want to spend money on something that's going to make you feel good? Exercise, quality food, mentorships, coaching? Or do you want to make spend money on stuff that in the end is going to make you feel horrible? Which is like more alcohol, eating out all the time. All of these things that at the end of the day, yeah, sure, they have a place. Like I'm not saying don't drink, don't go out to eat. But right. like if that's what you're spending a majority of your money on and your goals are to change body composition or be healthier, like okay, what are we spending our money on people? Yeah. Your priorities have to yeah, align. Yeah. Totally. And I think too, so many people are like, well, I just don't have time or it's selfish. Like self-care is not selfish. It's selfish if you don't do it, in my opinion. Self-care should be selfish, I think. Like well, self, I mean, yeah. it's yourself. You yeah. should be selfish when deciding what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like, I don't think it's, people should feel bad. Totally. Right. I think Absolutely. it needs to be yeah. a priority. It's not selfish to take the time that no, you need it's a necessary all. right totally, totally so anyways invest in yourself and yes. whatever that looks like for you so if you need a coach if you need to join a gym if you need to buy a book that you've been wanting to read if you need mm-hmm. to get a journal yeah. um we'll link one of our favorite journals that's awesome it's a day and night reflection yep. and it actually one of the reasons i love it so much is it has a section on how do i feel about myself mm-hmm. so you can reflect upon your day, how you felt when you woke up in the morning, things that you're grateful for. And this all ties back to your confidence and your self-esteem in who you are and the habits that you're taking every day. Okay. Number five, I'll let you take this one. Support system. This is huge guys. Like here's the one. Okay. One of my favorite new movies, Brittany runs a marathon. Yes. I cried like a baby. Oh my gosh. It perfectly depicts this guys. It depicts someone trying to change their life for the better, be healthier, be happier, change who they are as a person by, you know, getting into running. And it shows the toxic relationships that she was in that she didn't realize and how awful those people were to her in terms of her trying to achieve a goal. Like, Especially her friend. Oh my gosh. It's so sad. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's an awesome movie. Um, be ready to cry. But it's basically evaluating who you surround yourself with. And you need to start being... The number one thing I always tell people in terms of food, in terms of bettering themselves, in terms of exercise, awareness. Are you aware of how you feel when you're around certain people? I didn't... like. I had to have one of our, my mentors, um, Angelo helped me realize a a few years ago how negative of a person I was. And I realized it was being around negative people sometimes that just, if you're around some people and all they do is complain, you might not even, you might not even realize it. Start being aware, like start being aware of people, what people are saying around you. I see a lot of times from coworkers, I'll hear from clients like, oh, my coworkers just like complain all the time. And I'm like, one, remove yourself from them. If you can, if you can't kill them with kindness, 
always push back with a positive, you know, ask if someone ever complains and I'm getting sick of it, what I do is what was good about your day to day? What, what awesome happened today? And like, get them uncomfortable, make someone be positive because I think that this happens so often and we just aren't aware of it. So I challenge you to start being aware of people in your life. And if you realize that someone in your life is a constant negativity, I'm not saying you have to kick them out of your life, but maybe start distancing yourself. Distancing yourself. Yeah. Slowly removing them. I know I did this when I was changing my life because ultimately the group of friends that I had didn't serve my goals at the time. Like mm-hmm. they all were partying and drinking and eating or like the coworkers would all go out to eat after for happy hour and pizza and burgers and whatever. And it's like, I needed to go to the gym like mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night. I don't need to be in the bars yeah. and, you know, um, doing things that didn't align with my goals. So mm-hmm. I had to reprioritize. And sometimes that does come with finding a different group of people to surround yourself with, like yeah. those like-minded people. And again, this is a great like area that you can utilize a community, whether it's mm-hmm. online Facebook group, whether it a is gym. a support group, a gym, Absolutely. And, you know, maybe have a conversation with the people closest to you about what's important to you and ask them for their support. Because a lot of times it's the people that are immediate family or close friends that are going to be the hardest. Mm -hmm. And then you try to please them or you're worried about what they think or their comments or what are they going to say instead of focusing on what you truly want and what is making you happy. Yeah, it'd be selfish. You know, like be selfish with your goals, with what you want for your life, because at the end of the day, it's your life. It is not theirs. Yeah. I think that's a great segue into the next one. And that is treat yourself as you do your others Mm -hmm. or your other friends, family, whatever. Like, would you say the things you say to yourself, to your friend? You know, for example, if I said, Hey Becca, you look great. What have you been doing? are you going to respond back like nothing's working? I haven't lost weight. The scale isn't moving, you know, like, or I think about it like this. What if I'm like, Liz, you look so fat today. <laughs> like that's it. Sometimes we think that in our mind, you've woken up and thought that before you totally have, yeah. you would never say that to a friend. Why are you saying it to yourself? Yeah. So like you have to think about again, positivity, being positive to yourself because you guys, I know it seems silly. What you're talking to yourself in your mind, the words you're saying to yourself create your actions create your personality and your emotions like they have done research and studies around self-talk and how much it transcends into what your body does physiologically like you can control what your body does in terms of its reactions it's you know metabolic like all of these things in a way hormonally and chemically you have control over that with your your thoughts in your mind if you think you aren't going to be successful you won't be successful You know, like I see it all the time. People too, like in the gym, you might be scared to do something like go for the next size Mm. box jump or something. Mm -hmm. Right. But instead of telling yourself, like I've practiced this, I've done it a thousand times. It's just a couple inches. I got this. People will stand there and stare at the box. Like I can't do this, you know, and they talk themselves out of it. So prophecies. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, those affirmations that things that you're talking to yourself, the things that you're saying to yourself day and day, you spend the most time with yourself, Totally. you know? So like those affirmations are powerful and it's, you need to be intentional about what you instill and what you say, because that's going to be your belief about what will come and you'll bring that to fruition. Yeah. And so the next thing, number seven is small, easy goals. Yeah. Because when you are trying to improve your self-esteem, the last thing you want to do is make yourself fail. 
Okay. Because that's only going to bring you down emotionally, mentally, make you even give up. So what we're saying is like, if you have a goal, whether it is I need to do, you know, you're trying to maybe kick chocolate. You're trying to kick drinking alcohol on the weekends. All you got to do, small steps. We are not saying, for example, you want to stop drinking wine every night. Okay. Don't say, I'm not going to drink wine for the next month. Say in the next three days, I'm going to have water instead of wine at night. Three days. That's it. Maybe even one day. Maybe just tonight. Tonight, I'm going to do water instead of wine. And that is your goal. Just one day. And if you don't make it, make it your goal the next day. Or make it a simpler goal. I'm going to do half a glass tonight instead of a full glass. Like set yourself up for success to where you almost laugh at the easiness of what the goal is so that you aren't finding yourself failing over and over again. Because guess what? Then you're going to feel like a failure. Yep. And then you're never going to be successful because you give up altogether. Like you just quit. Yeah. So yeah, you can listen to our other episode on the goals mm-hmm. and you know, the case study that we do there about the start goals. Yes. Um, we'll link that in the show notes below, but the next one here is reframing your thoughts. So when you have a thought that comes into your mind, like I look fat today, reframing that and saying like, <sighs> I look beautiful today. Like you literally have to tell yourself what you want to feel, what you want to see. And you see. might not feel it. You may not feel it. Right. That's but you, you have to tell yourself that. Yeah. Fake it till you make it, guys. They've even like, even smiling when you're not happy, studies have shown simply smiling, the act yeah. of smiling makes you happier. Yeah. Even if you don't feel happy, it just makes you like, try it next time. Next time you're really upset, just slap on a big smile and don't stop smiling. Yeah. And eventually, I bet you start feeling better. Yeah. And even if it's not like, I look beautiful today, it's like, oh, wow, I'm having a really good hair day or my eye yeah. looks really good. Pick my eye makeup. Thing. Pick something that one you thing. like. Yeah. And like either write it down or, you know, put it somewhere where you're going to see it again yeah. so you can remember. And then you're going to start to see the positive instead of always seeing the negative, yeah. instead of always seeing like, oh, my pants feel tight today. Yeah. You know, if, if that is something that you're feeling in the morning, Think back to what you ate last night. Think back to yesterday and the choices that you made. Do you deserve to, have you been consistent long enough to deserve to feel fully changed Mm -hmm. and beautiful, right? So um, anyways. In a different, I want to go on a different tangent of this also is like your circumstances. Reframing your mindset around your circumstances because you cannot change sometimes your circumstances. Like here's the thing. If you're in a job and you're not in the mood or ability to change jobs, you need the money, you need the health insurance, whatever it is, but you hate your job, how about you change your mindset and you reframe your thoughts of, I'm lucky that I have a job, yeah. that I have something that's providing me money to pay my bills, that's providing me, I'm lucky to have a roof over my house, over my head. I'm lucky to have a car to drive to and from work with. Like those little things that we take for granted all the time, yep. just reframing positive thoughts around a negative situation. Yeah. I think that leads us into number nine, which is going to be make a list of triggers. So like what is in your control? What's not in your control? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what's happening during these situations? So is it a specific person? Maybe it's your coworker. Maybe it is a friend. Like who is it in your life? And what are the emotions and thoughts that you're having when you're around them? So if you make me feel inferior, I don't want to get coffee with you every Tuesday anymore. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really it's like, I have control over that, right? Like if there is a friend or somebody who's like always dressed to the nines and perfect makeup, perfect hair and quote unquote, perfect life. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's not, 
like the outside yeah. shell is not always. First of all, that's not real. Yeah. Not real. But like make a list of what you can control and what you can't control yes. and be aware and in tune of specific emotions that you feel yeah. and figure out why you're feeling those things. So there's a really good book that I'll link in the show notes. Um, you have a lot to link in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, I do have a lot to link in the show notes here. But it's it's really good, and it talks about helping you reframe situations. And I can't think of the name of it at the, off the top of my – no, it's called Loving What Is. And it's really good. I highly recommend either listening to it on Audible or getting the book. Um, I've listened to it a couple of times, but it's all about reframing your thoughts and reframing the situations. Yeah. So I think that just creating that list alone kind of lifts a weight off your shoulders, knowing like, you know what, all these things I'm stressing about – most of them are out of my control. So yeah. why should I be stressing about them? Or honestly, we talk about making lists all the time, guys. Writing things down makes a huge difference because it makes things kind of sub- like objective. It's just black and white. This is what it is. This is what is my reality. What can I do to change anything? If I can't do anything to change it, it's black and white here. This is what it is. I can you know, I just changed my mindset around it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll leave that one with the quote. It's by Eleanor Roosevelt that I love. And it just says, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Totally. You know? And so as you make this list, like just remember that you're allowing these situations and these people to make mm-hmm. you feel this way. So, um, all right. Last but not least mm-hmm. number 10. So what you resist you become. So you've been fighting yourself. You've been talking negative lead to yourself, um, and loathing your body. Mm-hmm. And this ultimately stimulates other neurochemicals, just like Becca talked about that is going to make you stay stuck. You're going to be in this constant cycle, like yo-yo, because mm-hmm. you're not doing the work that you need to do to reframe your yeah. thought thoughts. If you're not actively trying to make changes to your thoughts, you will be stuck where you are. I think that we'll be honest, like with, as a nutritional coach and Liz and I both as nutrition coaches, most of what we work on is mindset. It is not the actual nutrition. Yep. I would say 80 to 90% of what we work on is mindset because the mindset is what's holding you back. Mm-hmm. You know what foods probably you should be consuming and which ones you probably should moderate more. It's just your mindset is holding you back from doing so. Yep. And in turn, your mindset is holding you back from feeling your best and looking your best and reaching your goals. And so it's just that the roadblocks that are in your way are completely imaginary in a way. Yeah. And it really all comes down to what you decide that you want for your life, because really making these changes boils down to one thing. And that is the decision to shift your thoughts, to start changing your actions and to take control of your life. Yeah. You know, I think about my journey and people always ask me like, what what was the thing that like changed for you? Or what was like that aha moment? And it was honestly when I lost weight. I gained 50 back and I looked in the mirror and I was like, what the hell am I doing? And I had to make a decision and I made that decision right then and there. I wasn't going to diet anymore. I wasn't going to do keto, weight watchers, intermittent fasting. I've done a lot of different quote unquote like diets just for experimental purposes yeah. for me. Cause I want to know as a coach, I think it's important to know like what that felt like, mm-hmm. but I made a decision at that moment in time that no one else was going to be in charge of my happiness, my confidence, and my joy. And no matter what happened, no matter how many times I fell down, I was going to get back up and be 1% better every day. The happiest people that I have ever known are people that don't care what other people think. And the most miserable people that I know are people that are constantly comparing themselves to others. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a harsh reality. Yeah. And sadly, both of those groups are people 
could be totally the same. They yeah. just they they one are in control of their minds and the other ones aren't. Yeah. And it's, again, going back to the thing that we said in the beginning, it's hard to change this. Just know, you know, Beck and I both work on this daily. We go into the gym and we see people and we're like, wow, she looks really good. You know, know. it's, it's human nature to compare yourself to other people, but it's totally appropriate and okay to be proud of yourself right now in this moment and what you're capable of doing. Mm -hmm. If you're 257 pounds, you go to the gym and you do a workout that you haven't worked out in three years. That's amazing. That is amazing. You're not going to get there tomorrow. You're not going to get there even in a month. But each step, each choice, each day, trying to make a better one and trying to do something that you are proud of. Like I tell my clients a lot of times, when you're in a moment where, you know, whether you want another order another drink or you're about to order a pizza because you've had a long day and you're frustrated, I say, will you be proud of this decision 10 to 15 minutes from now, a day from now, a week from now? And always trying to make that choice that makes you proud. Yeah. And know that you won't always make the choice that makes no, you proud, that's but okay. you're going to get a little better at it Yeah, over and time. The, it's a conditioning situation. The mm-hmm. more you condition that right choice, the more you condition your mind to thinking positive things, the more it will just be natural. Yeah. And I think it's always interesting to hear from other people, you know, that you might look up to. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it is a mentor that you have. It's so interesting to me. Like I've learned on my journey everybody deals with this oh in one gosh. way or another. Like it's yeah. again, it's human nature to compare, but we have to stop the thoughts in the tracks and reframe mm-hmm. them and say like, you know what? I'm only in control of me. So I'm not going to let her steal my joy. Yep. I'm working on me for me by me. And that's it. My Put story's blinders on people. Yeah. So we hope this helps you. If it has, please leave us a comment um, or shoot us a DM. We'd love to know mm-hmm. if there's something in this episode that you're going to take away and start to do today to improve your confidence. Yep. Um, and thank you again for spending time with us. We know that your time is valuable and we're honored to be able to share it with you. So if you like this, um, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag us at lsn.fit. And personal favor, if you would leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes so we can help reach more people and continue to make great content. Okay. So as a thank you for this, for helping us spread our message, we want to continue to add value to your life. Head on over to lsn.fit. That's our website. And you can grab a free copy of our diet free guide with the coupon code, all capital letters, the code. Mm -hmm. Have a great day guys. And we'll talk to you soon.